top. That's like oh, 2,500, yeah, 3,000. It, uh, 3, it has a ladder. Yes, get one of those. <laughs> Two hundred money on that. I don't need it. Dude, that looks like a deer blind can, on top of a tent. Can, can I help you? It, you? You're looking at it and thinking it's expensive, That's but remember beautiful. this. If you order it through Amazon, your Amazon account is attached to your fiance's so credit, credit card, card and, and she pays for it. 101X. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Start thinking about that vacation. Yeah, no, we just had the holidays, but it's National Vacation Day after all. You don't have to take a vacation right now, but you need to plan a vacation. Okay, what's that for? Well, it's National Vacation Day. Did you know that? And Did you know? This has been biting me in the ass because I've been planning vacations on this day, like literally National Vacation Day, the last Tuesday in January, says, hey, go ahead and plan your vacation down the year, save up, spend money. That way, when your vacation time arrives, you've already taken care of a lot of stuff. You've already put down the money and it's like a little treat for you. Here's the deal. My last couple of vacations that have been that far down the road have absolutely effed me. One, going to Mexico at the end of the year when we're our busiest and the radio station's still in full swing, not good. Yeah. Then I, hmm. I did a I did a Vegas vacation a year out and couldn't cancel that and a lot of bad stuff happened. Not good. Like it doesn't work for okay, me to so plan it. I gotta have so you associate it maybe these. a month. Sure. At most. Okay. Well, does National Plan for a Vacation Day say you have to plan for it being at the end of the year? Well, well why don't see, you here, plan one for next month? Well, yeah. here's the deal. The, the plan for vacation, it's, it is just about that. It's about taking the time to do something way later on and to plan it later on. That really? way you're not as, as stressed. But I feel like in this modern day age, we can celebrate with our own traditions for plan your vacation day. And you could plan a vacation for next month. Well, submit your file to nationalcalendarday.com for that. Because if you've uh, been dreaming of doing something nice, sunny, bright, and getting out and having a lovely time of your life, Good for you. But not only am I over planning a vacation in advance because I seem to stress about it and get angry and be like, why are we doing this? I don't want to go. It costs money. Why are we doing this? I think I'm over uh, taking vacations. I I love going places. I hate the planning. It makes me nervous. Yeah. So I tend to never go anywhere and then just sort of regret it. But I, my wife is the opposite, and she gets really upset with me because she loves having a vacation to look forward to somewhere in the distance. If you give her a vacation, she doesn't want to be surprised with like, hey, honey, I got a tickets. We're leaving in an hour. She doesn't like any of that. She's like, I want to know because I like every day thinking about it. I like the joy of thinking about the vacation. Um, to me, making plans in advance, Oof. it really makes me nervous. I don't me, know dude, what's wrong with my like, body, but I hate making plans in the future. Well, like anything could happen, and I've got these tickets on the airplane already in the <laughs> yeah. hotel. I could die before well, then. We yeah. also have or this, I could get really hurt and can't go, and that's money I can't really get back. We also have this massive guilt of taking off at work in radio that makes everything else kind well, of weird. We're a day-to-day business. Like that, it, we need to be here every day. Girl, yeah, here's a fact for you. So, so Americans we, leave more than 600 million vacation days unused every year. Absolutely. And that's... So... we got to help. I'm good at taking time off. I don't mind that. But I like to stay home or I like to take a small road trip. You know what feels good to me? What I want to do? I don't know when I've become my aunt that's into turquoise and lives with her quote-unquote best friend... But I want to just do a road trip to New Mexico. Like, to me, that seems like a vacation. Or at least relaxing and doing that. But 
my friends, my my group of my family, like they want to go on cruises, they want to go to Disney, they want to go to Vegas, and I'm like, I'm I don't want to do you, that, though. man. I want to. I'll take a week off, but I want to sit my ass at home. Because when you take a vacation, and again, this I'm I'm bitching and you doing bitching and moaning I'm a doing lot. the yeah, opposite sure. of, yeah, what of what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Plan for vacation day is, but to me, there's nothing more stressful than taking. Okay, uh, I, I'm taking Friday through Monday off to travel. So Friday, I'm packing and getting ready and getting on the plane. I return Monday and then. I go right back to work. I enjoy having time when I don't right. have to do work you, and I don't have to do anything. Here's a solution. It's what my wife and I do now. She uh, says, do you want to take a vacation? And I say, you know, I can't make the plans. I'm so nervous, whatever. She goes, what is a budget? What's the budget? I give her a budget. And then she doubles it. No. Without she, just says, she just says, hey, we're going on a vacation. She does all the planning. I do none of it. And guess what? I know what you're going to say. Well, I want to know where I'm going. I want to have some say. Actually, it's really enjoyable just to go somewhere on a trip that somebody else has planned for you. It's great. Sure. Sounds amazing, man. What about this? Relinquish control. Yeah. That's why every just year. Put your hands up. That's why yeah. every year I end up going to the Magnolia Silos in Waco. <laughs> Have fun playing with your balls. It's time for Parent Pickup. Hey, it's a Parent Pickup with our friend Matt Bearden. And uh, yeah, when I said you were DTF, people got confused. It means dad, teacher, father. And he's here. Thank you very much. Uh, stick them, squish them, stretch them. Uh, they're your kids' balls. Yeah. Yeah, okay. don't freak out. They're globules. Uh, I'm not going to try to turn Parent Pickup into an advertising place, though I probably should and get like an Amazon affiliate yeah, link should, or something. Yeah, they should start sending us cool toys to talk about. Well... Because it sounds like that's where we're going. It is, and I'm only bringing this in because this is definitely something everyone needs to have in their cubicle. This is a fun thing for adults. Uh, I'm only bringing it... I, I was exposed to <laughs> oh, yeah. a kid's balls this weekend. Oh, man. Crayola makes something called globbles. And I don't know any way to describe them other than... Do you remember when you were a kid, it was super cheap, but it looked, you, generally it would look sort of like an octopus or something, and you would throw it up against a window, and then it would slowly kind of roll down. Yeah, it would yeah. Kind stick, of stick and then flip and flop. Right. Yeah, or little worms. Now imagine you could also that, fling them. But bigger, the size of like a, like a, like a, a, a ping pong ball that has uh, a little bit of a um, inflammatory issue. Okay? Like you can light it? No, no, not a flammatory. Inflammatory. Oh. Not Dang. inflammatory either. Uh, it's a cheap toy. It turns out it's 10 bucks. Some kids brought them over to uh, my kid's house. And then I was like, hey, what are y'all doing? And then I started playing with them. And I think they're supposed to be made as like a fidget toy or something. Probably so. But it the looks like. the very first thing I thought of the minute that the kids were playing with them was... Oh, weapon. CJ, CJ would love these. You could use them as a weapon. Can you throw them and they stick? Huh. You throw them and they stick. Um, yeah, sticky they're balls. They're super, super, super... Kind of squishy. Some of them glow in the dark. Yeah. Oh, are you finding it? Did you look them up already? I looked up images. Yeah. You they're, can they're... stretch them out real far. So they keep their, they have that whole tactile thing for kids and it keeps them happy. But I'm telling you right now, I the one I was, I was like, oh, this is something that dudes, okay. Have you ever been, when you were back in promo, did you ever make up games, make up sports for, for the, oh, yeah. The cubicle sports? For office stuff or, of course, for actual events when we just needed something to give tickets away. Always. But you're just like, okay, here's the deal. Um, we're going to try to throw this this uh, piece of paper into Some that kind trash of basketball. can. But Kobe. it has to bounce off that wall and that wall before it goes in, right? Sure. You make up those weird rules for yourself. 
instantly with these things, I was like, oh, this is the kind of stuff I would like to have. You could do something in a cubicle. No questions. Why have you not brought this? Why is it not here? Yeah, you with said us? They, were well, they were ten dollars. I know, and I should have yeah, bought that's, them that's and had them. They're even on Amazon Prime, so I should have had it. For I know. sure. Yeah. I meant to You're buy them and have them. With in. this greatness, and just, it's not hey, here. It's I just here. got a little distracted. Is all okay? okay. Uh, I will <laughs> say this: I, I should get them for the room. It says for sensory toys for ages four, five, six, and seven. Um, my kid is 11, and the dudes all loved them, throwing them at each other. They make a real loud smack sound when they yeah, hit you. Yeah, that's great. That's the you best. Slingshots. We all love that auditory sensor sensation, you know, sensory part of the toy. And we should <laughs> find out if they are flammable, because I know a lot of moms like to home make their slime and, and gack and all, all the yeah. Nickelodeon crap they used to have. Get that borax But oca- occasionally you can accidentally make some napalm. And if, and if these are a little bit flammable and you can shoot them, that'd be great. Look, man, I'm sure I, they're safe. I'm going to guess that they're not flammable. We'll We've had decades out. and okay. decades by this point of these types of squishy toys. I feel like the research is definitely safe now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Into these toys. To the test. You can use them as a regular old stress ball, you know, when you're on the phone with somebody in, in your office and you just mm-hmm. work them through your hand or whatever. But Squeeze. like I said, the real satisfaction comes from hauling off and throwing one of these as hard as you can and hearing the smack when it hits a uh, fellow friend. And if it's not flammable, you can put hand sanitizer on it. Yeah. And that'll that'll catch. There you go. I see. Uh, Again, this is for your kids. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Or for you. Mm -hmm. Crayola Globbles, which is a terrible name, but anyway, check them out. Globbles. Well, it's been a while since we put the uh, good old Plinko board to test. It's Certainly seen better days, but uh, I lost the sports bet this week, so it's time for a uh, bit of a punishment. A point of inquiry about yeah. the Plinko board? Why is it covered in blood? <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask, is that hot sauce? What has been thrown all over the Plinko board? I think I I did some sort of um, the price is death. I forget the clever name, but I, I played uh, Bob little, Barker for a Halloween. Oh, you did like a little stand-up show Comedy thing, right? event. Uh, and so, so I, I uh, made some like spooky upside-down sort of games to okay, play. And okay. I used the Plinko board for one of them. So that's why it's covered in gore. Okay. Oh. Uh, but anyhow, I got to drop a chip. Actually, two chips. You're going to vote on what my punishments might be. Matt, if you'd like to read the punishments, and uh, I'll kind of explain what the possible things that can happen to me are Tell this us. week. Folks, uh, on the Plinko board, the Punishment Plinko board, remember a lot of really dumb shows use the Wheel of Punishment. Oh, that's so lame. We yeah, use Punishment yeah. Someone Plinko. yelled at us first week, like, Wheel of Punishment, that's nerd. <laughs> no, thank you. We use a Plinko board. Yeah, we're not hacks. Let's read that's from not. left to right where you might end up. Sack race. <laughs> that's just the good old traditional sack race. Oh. I hate those. They're embarrassing. They've always bought. I tried to think of what would bother me to do, not just painfully because of my spine, but I do not like the sack we race. Uh, I appreciate mm. you saying that you're going to do it as a plain old sack race, but I'm actually going to make an executive decision and change it. You have to run from uh, the kitchen all the way down here with your testicles out of your jeans. That's uh, the sack race. Oh, uh, the gobble knocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. <laughs> Hang okay. 10. Straight up, throw $10 in a jar. We're going to do a jar now. Oh, and, uh, That's not as exciting. I hope every, you don't get it, that it's one. It's not, but at the end of the year, we'll we'll have a Plinko drop where someone can win the, the full-ass jar. This. Okay, because I thought this was going to be another thing where your junk was hanging out of your pants. Nope. No, Speaking no. of, a flop a hot dog. Uh, just like our classic hawk a hot dog, except for there will be a string tied to your crotch or to your belt loop with <laughs> Wait, a hot dog is, on this it. This is the actual crotch-related one? It's with the one with yeah, the hot yeah, dog? Yeah, and you got to try to flop up and catch the hot dog in your mouth. Okay, I love mm-hmm. it, actually. And, uh, of course, okay. with these punishments, I figure we're going to try 
try to have a gallery of our young, cool, hip co-workers to watch, oh, so it's even f- more humiliating. We're going to force them in here, okay. Yeah, because if I do it for you guys, it's just like, oh, CJ, you're silly, but if right. I... Good uh, for those. No more changing the subject. we got to get through these browbeaten. Uh, browbeaten is going to come in levels, and essentially what that is, is this is browbeaten level one, where one line will be shaved into an eyebrow. Okay. Every week as uh, browbeaten, if that gets dropped, it'll be two lines, three lines, four lines for whoever ends up getting it. Until so. you end up looking like yeah. the Bob Geldof on the wall. Yeah. Uh, Brown Town. I'm just going to have to go about the town in front of the radio station. We're on a highway. And just hold up a sign that says, uh, I browned my britches. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to just wear all brown or something. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. You're going no, that's to... actually the next uh, punishment is exactly. Oh, I thought you guys were doing that thing you normally do when I try to be funny and just moving on. Yeah, we're doing that, too. Yeah, we, I mean, we literally did that. Uh, exactly. Uh, I'm going to have to exactly pick up an egg with my mouth and then carefully drop it from one area to another container without breaking it. Okay. And if I do break it, I have to slurp the goo. Last two. Lego my Lego. my Lego. Yeah, you're going to get to go to my office here at work or the Lego in my home. You're going to get to pick up a Lego and drop it. Oh, God. Yes. So, Hell yeah. Yes. Let's get that one. And finally... Snort a line of ketamine. What is that? That is not a punishment. Yeah, that? Uh, I'm going to have to snort a line of ketamine. That's not a so punishment. So y'all are going to have to find some ketamine, and I'm going to snort it. Not doing that. Literally not a punishment. No. That is a real victory. It's a very bad punishment because it's not good for you. It's a drug. It's illegal. I have a heart condition. You put in headphones. You go to the other side of Jupiter. Everything's way better. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of them. So uh, what do you say? We come back here in a little bit. I drop uh, drop some Plinko chips, and we'll we'll let the listeners vote on what my punishment is. By the way, uh, we during do need... the break. Can you tell me where you get the ketamine? I don't know. I, I, I that is the thing. That's the problem. Who knows? Um, it's just gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, of the like, Plinko. You, Matt, you had to go to the hospital to get it and actually be in physical terrible pain. Hey, we need your ideas for punishments too. If there's something funny you'd like to see us do, which is humiliating, embarrassing. Oh, and someone just can... wrote in. Listen to this show. Oof. We have to do that every day. That's our Oof. that's our punishment as is. Five one two eight three five one zero one five. You can text us at CJ Morgan Show. We're gonna come back. We're gonna drop some chips. All right, Matt. I lost the sports bet. I got to drop a Plinko chip. We've returned our punishment Plinko. There are eight different things on there. All that are aimed to be pretty much humiliating or detrimental. Uh, the worst of which I, I really like is Lego My Lego, where you will get to just go into my office or at my house and just pick up whatever Lego set you want and just hold it over your head and drop it. Yeah, but Do you have the Battlestar Galactica? No, I don't even think oh, that's a God. set. He hates that I show. I don't hate that show. Oh, yeah. no, it's just I'm they at, don't make a wait. Well, I'm at Star an Trek. Imperial... What's the big giant ship? Star Destroyer, yeah. Do you have a Star Destroyer? Bro, I have five. Okay, that's what I want to break. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the weirdest thing. Uh, give me goosebumps hearing that. I don't know why. It's like it bothered me. It's kind of cringe. <laughs> oh, five. I don't yeah. know, man. Uh, but let's it says it. here also that there's a ketamine option. You're going to do ketamine? Yeah, that's one of the punishments is to snort a line of ketamine. Why do uh, I have a feeling that both of the Plinko chips will go directly above that in hopes that he lands there? That would be... Pretty rad, but drugs are bad, kids, and we don't want you to do it. Plus, uh, remember, uh, fentanyl's everywhere, so make sure you test your ketamine before you snort it. Oh, Have you yes. ever done fentanyl? Uh, no. You ever tried fentanyl, these nuts? Hey! hey! 
got him. He got you so bad, uh, dude. Sit down. You got got. Now go over there, grab two of those chips, and let's just start to uh, <laughs> drop them. So here's what CJ's doing. He's walking around the massive island that we have in here where all the heavy equipment is. He's walking over to where the Plinko board is now. He's taking evidence of yeah, it. Yeah, uh, he's, using the, uh, he's, he's using the camera on his phone so that he can take an image of this that he can later post up. Now there's proof. So you guys can vote on okay. the results. And he's taking the chips out of where we keep them, which is a weird magic pouch on oh, the very top the middle. of Punishment Plinko. He's let go one chip. It's wrong right down the go. middle, but it's oh. always going to end up in Brown Town. Cool. And uh, that one is where he has to go around and down to the corner down here. And uh, wear a sign that says, I browned my pants. And he's going to land right next to that with exactly, which I got to be honest with you folks. This is him just picking up an egg with his mouth and dropping it into a box. If I were you out there, I would vote for Brown Town. It's good for CJ to get out of the studio every once in a while. In the highway. But also to see him down there competing with the rest of the people that are holding a sign. And mine just says, I browned my britches. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Uh, Vote now at CJ Morgan Show on Instagram or uh, Twitter. Man, I didn't get the ketamine one. A little disappointed. It's a shame. Yeah, special K. Hey, better luck next time. It's good breakfast. If you guys ever have a a rite of passage or some sort of thing in your neighborhood as a kid that eventually you knew you would have to attempt, you would have to go to, you would have to try to do, you were some of your friends. I mean, water tower. The the water tower. There was a water tower in my neighborhood that I knew eventually we'd have to climb. There was uh, an outdoor theater, Miller Outdoor Theater in Houston. I climbed that as well. And uh, there was also a big, giant mountain of caliche where they were building a highway, 290. And I climbed and sledded down that on cardboard. Oh, wow. uh, that was that sounds fun. We had an area at the end of a creek called the Cliffs, okay. which is essentially a quarry. And uh, I remember at one point there was a zip line there. Oh, and the zip line. Ooh, you know, oh, man. We, How did we, I get there? Who put that there? That's awesome. Who yeah. installed that? We've talked a lot. There's no of, way that was safe. Uh, no, not at all. We've, we've <laughs> talked a lot about... Uh, all the inventions and fun stuff we do as, as kids, you know, a week ago, Matt show and, and, and here we talked about, you know, your flea market ninja weapons right. and things. I feel like we've le- left off zip lines. Zip lines are one of the most They're amazing. rad inventions, kind of, sort of, as a kid. Yeah. Jerry Pate. Dangerous oh, yeah. as hell. But if you could build a, a good one, if you could get some cable instead of rope and, and really... I think occasionally it took a older brother or a dad. Yeah, someone with some uh, experience no, in shop I, class, maybe. I, or you just said zipline, and I said Jerry Pate. You know who that is? No, that's the kid in the neighborhood who had the zipline. You, oh. you were legendary, and you were immortal if you were the kid with the zipline. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, we had, we had one of those, and it was it was kind of scary. But as the time went on, and it was still scary doing it every time, but the zipline would drag to the point to where. It looked really high up when you would climb up on the mountain mm-hmm. of dirt over the cliffs. But when you would hold on to the bar and get on it, you would essentially, it was really slow because it was so only slack. rusted. So, and it, it would, would slack dip way down to where your feet were barely touching the whole time. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't ever that bad. But uh, one of the things we had that came up on my Facebook on this day was there was a 60 foot water tower up in the panhandle in Lake Meredith. That was right over the dam. And what it was, it's the water intake tower. So, Oh, so not one that we use here in the city to hold water to create water pressure. This was more like just... Uh, sucking water out of the lake for all the farmland, for the drinking water. Oh, like Lake Meredith oh, was... For res- the days that your mom wasn't working? Yeah, when we didn't have her in a, a big old... <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Yeah, that was pretty good, huh? 
This is an old photo. Okay, you know, I see what it is. But th- this oh, is it's, it. a, it's a series of, literally a series of straws going down in the lake, then ramping way up in the air and going over the top of the dam. Okay. Yeah. And seen, seen something similar. Yeah. Jumping off of that was one of the, the challenges. Now, right. I never did it. But Puss, excuse yeah, me. dude. I, so, are you okay, Spencer? Do you have a cough or something? Sure. What was that sound? Sorry, excuse Listen, me. man, should have pressed the cough I was button. lucky enough to have a dad that really lived in the 70s, and so I kind of knew what stuff I could avoid, like and cocaine, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Get it away from well, it. more meth and, and ice up in the Amarillo area. But this was more of a lot of the small town challenges and stuff. And this, to me, this, this was the I guess what was it the 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 medal of uh, badassery I suppose you would earn in the, kind, the neighborhood. Kind of, or? sort of. But I mean, just like going out there itself, because you had to climb over barbed wire, you had <sighs> to get into an area that was already illegal. You you couldn't even access the dam, so you right. had to park somewhere, get on top of the dam, climb out over this uh, bridge that goes to the water tower, and then you would have to jump off. And, I mean, you had to wear tennis shoes to do it. Dude, I know. Because you're, gonna... you're hitting concrete, <laughs> and then the tennis shoes, it's hard to swim in shoes. Right. And it was the dumbest thing. Thankfully, as far as I know... No one's ever died. Okay, good. Um, in my experience, I don't even know if anyone's ever done it because we've only gone out there and like smoked a cigarette. I don't think I've seen anyone Ooh, ever do it. But people have said they've done it. Shared a cigarette between all the boys. <laughs> yeah, dude. You would get one cigarette. Yeah. You'd have sound garden Jeez. on in the background and Whoa, you're walking I'm out so, there. I'm so messed up, dude. Whoa. One cigarette that you stole from your mom. Like an unfiltered palm oil or some crap like that. And you'd go out there, but I never actually saw anyone do it. But, you know, every kid from, like, Dimmit or Shamrock or Tulia or some little town like that would be like, yeah, we used to jump off that all the time. Sure. I never saw it, but that was that was our biggest challenge. And I, and I want to know, like, because, you know, Matt, you grew up in the Valley. I grew up in the Panhandle. What, what were the Austin things? What was something here in this fair city that was the... You got to climb the moon tower, maybe, or, you know, jump off of, I mean, this would be literally jumping off of the Mansfield Dam into into the mm-hmm. lake sort of thing. But what was it in Austin? What was the rite of passage that you, as a, as a youth growing up in Austin or the surrounding area, I mean, Bastrop's got some weird stuff out there, man. And I know y'all had some zip lines in the big ass hilly trees. Uh, 512-835-1015 or at CJ Morgan Show. Uh, text us, tweet us, whatever. Let us know the, the rite of passage that you as a young person had to achieve in order to gain immortality. You know, even though I'm excited about Austin being such a great food city, because believe it or not, Houston, fan-effing-tastic when it, it comes to eating. But Matt, you, what did you ask me out there? If, I'm, uh, if I get excited about it, if it matters... Yeah, I was well, I was reading an article. There are three now kind of heralded chefs that are combining their powers. Uh, they have a cooking school. They have Michelin stars. Um, they are very, very well known in Mexico. And they're in a new restaurant on 6th Street, right at 6th and Congress. And I was reading about it. And I remember a time when if news like that would have... It would have been on the tip of everyone's tongue in the city. Are, are we getting over? Is the city starting to get... A, too jaded about big new things happening or, or are we or, or 
are we all out of money and we can't well, do yeah, that anyway? Or are we getting, is it just happening so often that we just now it's just sort of yeah. noise that we cast aside? That's kind of what it feels like to me a little bit. It immediately comes to mind that I'm like, can I afford it? Yeah. Number one and number two is no, like, is the answer to this do, one. Do I want to hang out with the type of people that go there? Well, what does that mean? Anybody's well, allowed to go to a come on, wow. stop, wow. stop being around your, those people. Stop being a judgy NPR type where you're too. too I can't be Damn. around other people. When did you get yeah, so I really jud- <laughs> judgy? I, I always have because maybe I have friends that are in that weird Austin scene that. We'll pay six hundred dollars to hang out with Bill Murray at some dumbass event. Like I don't, I don't know. I, I, I call them my West Six friends. You remember, right, Matt? I've no, done this. I've done. No. I've been hired to host events and do flash mobs, and it's just always these weird Ooh. entrepreneur crypto friends that I like. I enjoy. They're nice people, right? But it's and, not necessarily and, your scene. And they're my gateway to occasionally getting to go to a boat party. Right. Woo. But it's just not my scene, and it's always a little keep your, chunk of Austin that I don't like. Keep your friends near, your enemies nearer, and the weird crypto guys the closest, because they might invite you to a boat party or <laughs> some kind of pool thing. <laughs> no, they don't. Up. It's usually the ladies in that scene yeah, that I kind of know. Matter. It still works But point is, uh, do we still get excited about these, these kind of well, new uh, big restaurants? What I'm restaurants? asking is, I, I know that personally in this room we may be a little jaded, but I'm wondering about the city as a whole. I can remember a time, and it seems not that long ago, in fact... I was trying to do some thinking about it, and I think it might have been as as early as maybe mm, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, that if there was a new bar opening in town, kind of everybody was going to hit it that weekend. You know, it was a yeah. still a big deal, and then we're still... It was still new enough, and there were still few enough uh, bars and play. Maybe it was 15 years ago. The, the hangouts that... If you heard this place was opening, within the first two weeks, you were going there, for sure. No doubt. Yeah, because right? there was a time when, you know... Well, there's a time when there was eight bars. So. Well, yeah, and if you were coming to Austin, you were going to the library and eating at, at Spaghetti Warehouse. Right, so right. it was very much... <laughs> it was fun when anything was off 6th Street. Now, a new bar will open. There are new bars that will open, live a life, and close, and I will find out about it only because someone goes, man, I can't believe that place closed. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know that. What's going on in my life that I didn't even know that place happened? And I know it's happening. There's just a lot going on all at the same time. It, it does become overwhelming, especially as you, you know, if you live in a different part of the city. That's the other thing I, I think has happened in Austin. And when well, I first yeah. moved here, maybe it's because I was younger, but it didn't feel like Austin was segmented off so much. Also, dude, I, I live south. I lived on Slaughter and Manchac. But now I feel like if something is on Riverside, I'm like, that's a different city. It is. I'm not going there. I can't sure. make it there. Well, There's he, always the domain area people talk about, north side. You know what I here's mean? Here's my question side, for you guys. Central. Do we need to create the five boroughs of Austin? Oh, God. So New York has five boroughs. Is it time for Austin to be cleaved into five <laughs> yeah. boroughs? I, Each one of those boroughs should have its own scene and its own. all of its needs should be met inside the borough, yes, right? I've, I've I already shouldn't drawn have a, to go to a new borough for something that I need, absolutely. but I can go to a new borough for something I've, I need. I've already drawn a map where I think it works. And you know what? Um, we, we, we need more... New restaurants where I live, because other than that, I'm not <laughs> going, really, man. That's ain't really about you. I, that's, I, get that's, I get it. That's the main thing. I get it. It's a magic number. Greetings, listener. It is now time for weird or wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Resident mathematician Matt Bearden is here to give us the facts and see if they add up or not. Okay, see if you can follow along. Okay. More than 150 years ago, there's a guy named William Stanley Jevons, okay? He's an economist and philosopher. 
because more than 150 years ago, he must have lived in whatever was the Austin of the day, and you had to have two jobs in order to afford rent, oh, yes. right? Yeah, now you got to have three. So at night, he was tossing beans into a box because oh, no that. internet. No internet back then, so tossing beans into a box. And he wanted time. to guess how was many he flicking beans. Them? No, he just would take a handful of beans. He wanted to guess yeah. how many beans that he had thrown into the box. Just he wasn't old, flicking the beans. Good old-fashioned no. hobbies. He discovers uh, kind of an interesting thing, and he finds out that Here's the deal. When there are four or fewer beans, he instantly knows how many beans are in there. But as soon as you go to five or more, he sometimes would make a mistake. He would only give himself a quick second to look at it. But with barely any time, if it was four or under, he always got the number right. And this has basically set the groundwork for how we think about numbers now. Okay? So okay. let's fast. So now you know the background, okay? So it's easy to count to four. Right. Right. That's Harder. the important part. And now, well. let me fast forward to right now and let you know what's going on. Because they've done a new study, and they can look at our brains in different ways. And it turns out that we have two ways to judge numbers, okay? We have one set of our, one set of our brain neurons judge quantities. And the other one is basically a sharpshooter. It knows exactly what we're looking at, but only for small numbers. Human infants, monkeys, bees... Bees. Even fish have this kind of minimal number sense. Huh. We think that that if you were able to do that, then if you like, say you you looked at lions and you'd go, okay, how many lions can I possibly fend off or whatever? Okay, is that why I immediately get confused when I'm playing with dice and it's like the five? Correct. I'm like, what? Oh, wait, that You're is five. You're joking, but that is I'm actually not. one I'm of those things. Not, but I, I I've noticed that, and I. It I don't turns know, I just out, ignored it. <laughs> I just thought so it was So we have two sets of neurons, okay? One set of neurons is broken up into four chunks, and there are the number one neurons, the number two, three, and four. And those neurons, if they see a number four, most of the day they're hanging out just like super like high and doing nothing. They're kind of like Spencer, right? But every once in a while, if we see four, those neurons light up, and we instantly know that's four. Instantly. But... And we can do that for three and for two and for one. But anything above that, we have to actually count it. Okay. Now, what do we do with this information? Do we well, just I'm ignore so, it like I had been my I'm entire so life? I'm so glad <laughs> that you asked I me. I forgot math when I fell out of a tree as a kid. So, yeah, this isn't... Uh, I don't recognize any of this. I don't know. Oh, it didn't go the opposite direction where now you can calculate dates <laughs> in your head. I didn't see how many matchsticks were just dropped on the Wednesday, floor. Wednesday, 2016. None of, the, none of the good stuff. Well, what you say is, what do we do with this? I, I What we do with it, I, I don't have the answer for. But what I'm saying is we do understand no, what is going on No, tell us how to gamble right and make money with this. Well, that's the thing, is that some people who seem to have that crazy number sense, they may have an ex- they may have, they may have more of these neurons than they're supposed to. And that's why they can sense and just instantly look and know a number very quickly. Wow. Is that that's lit up in a different way than it is for a lot of us. Now, for most of us, it really just comes down to... Um, like, you need that sense to know how many guys are coming at you. When you drink too much, it turns that sense <laughs> off. And that's why sometimes CJ decides he can fight all of 6th Street. Oh, yeah. I got him. I got this guy. Yeah, he sees twice as many this. as they're actually there. So <laughs> The thing to know, though, is anytime your numbers get to 5 or above, our number sense relies on a whole other chunk of our brain to do the counting. Oof. That's why we make more mistakes. Something to remember is... Scientists now say, hey, you can actively remember four things during your day. So if you need to have a to-do list and you have three items on there, Keep you should it be in fine. The fours. Four. If you start to get a to-do uh, list that has any more than four items, you will forget them. Yeah, okay. you will forget them. So keep it under that.
neurons, more like morons when it comes to us three. I just, <laughs> it doesn't make Thank sense. Thank goodness there me. aren't more of us. I happen to think that this is wired. I don't know if you guys seem excited about it. Is it well, I don't know. Cool. Why, is this, why well, did this get me excited? I made that connection with the dice because I had always noticed that whenever it is more than four, I'm like, why am I staring? There's only two more potential numbers on a die that it can be. What's hard? <laughs> Five and six. It's one of those, but I'm it's always hard confused for, me. for a sec. To relate and put myself in this mindset because I think whatever it is doesn't trigger me because I've always had a weird thing since I was young, um, an obsession with the number seven and multiples of seven, which is bizarre. Well, a lot I don't of, know a why. A lot of our human history likes that number a lot too. Yeah, sevens, well, in football, threes, it's, it's, it's the scores, and I'm really into fantasy football, but I don't, I don't know why, but I would... I would, when I was little, my mom has pitched. I would line up all my Hot Wheels and organize them, but I would do them in like. Do you think it's weird. hereditary? Your mom has obsessions with numbers. She loves sixty-nine. Hey, <laughs> he is a hero. Did you know the oldest flute ever found in our world is about sixty thousand years old? The oldest set of pants. 20,000 years old. So did you know there's about 40,000 years where we were fluting with no pants? Oh, I like now, that. This, <laughs> this doesn't, where will we put our flute? <laughs> this doesn't necessarily qualify as a did you know fact. This was more some fact that a grandpa shared on Facebook because they thought it was cute. That's still a did you know. But you know what? I thought it's a good did you know to start with. What is did you know exactly? It's facts, man. It's facts. They're true. Straight facts. They're founded uh, in in righteousness, justice, and truth. And you know that because it says what? Did you know? Uh, here's a great did you know, and I want you to learn something today. Did you know there uh. is currently a theory going around about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, goodness. Uh, Will actually dies in the fight on the basketball court in West Philly. Oh, Man, God. I hate this these. is so The dumb. taxi driver these. is actually God who drives <laughs> that weird, because the cab doesn't make sense, and that's how somebody started this. He drives that rare cab because he's God. He takes Will to heaven where he works out all of his issues with what seem to be a wealthy aunt and uncle, but they're actually just him working through purgatory. He sees his mother and father on special occasions. Those are the occasions when his mother and father come to visit his grave. Somebody who got super high watching Fresh Pets of Bel-Air <laughs> and came out with this whole theory, and now there's a movement online that's like, yep, yep, that's what happened. Just the intro theme song, y'all. I like that you said... <laughs> it's just the intro. I like that you said... So why'd you take a cab from Philadelphia to L.A.? That's uh, but, Well, hey. that's the whole point they're bringing up is that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. If the intro doesn't make sense, so yeah. it must be... Me- they must be sending us some other secret message. Yeah, you definitely want to take a the bus, deal. you know, or this a train. Is why this always used to bother me in, in college, because there's enough within a lot of these shows and things to discuss that are interesting and actually, like... Some of the analogy of what's put forth the show, like in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it's a young black man who doesn't have a strong father figure, and then he has Uncle Phil. Like, there's things that are interesting that you can get high and discuss without having to make up goddamn nonsense crap. And I can't think of a perfect example right now. But It sounds, oh, like, but it sounds to me like you're trying to resist the truth, my friend. It's just, you keep living in the Matrix, buddy. You sheep. Keep living in the Matrix. Sheeple. Hey. I will. The steaks taste great. <laughs> rather than eating goo. Oh, Do your own research. Did you know? In 2015, a family organized a fake kidnapping of their six-year-old to scare him because they thought he was being too nice. 
just too nice a little kid. There's no more details on this, by the way. They didn't give the names this of is, the family. <laughs> this is straight out of Arrested Development. <laughs> so, even if know? I wanted to, I couldn't look up more about this, I guess. Well, some of the keywords, but that's what you get for being too nice. I'm going to be honest with you. I've watched a lot of movies and actual documentaries, and... Fake kidnappings never go well. I was gonna say that's like never. an always like you said an always sunny in Philadelphia plot line or something. You know what I mean? Why would you even? I guess truth is stranger than fiction. Uh, did you know? Ah! This works perfectly for did you know? Uh, did you know the official Wikipedia mobile app has a nearby feature which shows areas landmarks that have their own Wikipedia page? Someone has told me this before. Maybe it was you, Matt, or Spencer. Might have or been. someone, but yeah, if you get the uh, Wiki- Wikipedia mobile app, you just click on nearby, and then suddenly you're not doing anything ever, <laughs> ever again. Because <laughs> y'all ever go but, down uh, rabbit holes on Wikipedia? Well, I was say, yeah. at least in this instance, you've gone outside. Right click open. <laughs> right click open. Right click open. Right. I I want to. I need to write down some of my paths of how I get here, but uh, I want to let y'all know. Whatever I was reading about last night, the last Wikipedia article I have open is GRU Unit 29155, which is a Russian foreign intelligence assassination thing. And how did I get there? I don't know. I had a comic friend, and one of his jokes was, did you ever wake up and all of your browser tabs are open to Wikipedia, and you're just like, oh my god. What What was I reading? What did I learn? (laughs) What did I learn last night? What do I know? And did it actually stick? Uh, Did you know? It never really does. The C.J. Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime, 512-835-1015.